turned in nearly 39 million resignation notices. That is the highest level since I Quit letters were first tracked starting in 2000. A recent survey by the conference board found hundreds of workers cited stress and pressure as major concerns. So now, according to the Wall Street Journal, companies are experimenting with four-day work weeks and allowing employees to schedule their own hours. Another industry impacted by supply chain disruptions pet food. Shortages of labor, raw materials, and shipping are crimping the supply of canned dog and cat food and kibble. The problem has been made worse because of the spike of pet adoptions during the pandemic. Plus, some dogs and cats are on prescription food or have special dietary needs, putting their owners in a bind. Plus, pet food manufacturers have signaled that shortages could persist. Wall Street may run in place today after yesterday's strong gains. Ann Cates, Bloomberg Radio. Well, a good morning to you on this uh, Wednesday morning. Amy Ryan's on a special assignment this morning, so we're going to fill in. We're going to talk about elder law with my good friend Sherry Aiken and all the things you need to know about uh, getting ready and making sure everything is right and proper at the right time. And we'll do that right now. Good morning, Sherry. How you doing? Well, good, Skip. How are you? It's good to ah, be here with you. It's ah, been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. You know... Everybody needs an elder law attorney. There's so many things today, especially, that is going on at that time that you've got to have somebody that can think the things through. And one of them is family mediation. Well, you know, Skip, that's one thing that we're starting um, uh, to work with here in our practice. I'm now a certified um, family mediator with specialized training in elder mediation. And the one thing that kind of led me to this is, uh, of course, you know, I do a lot of litigation with families that are sure. uh, in distress and fighting about uh, what to do with a senior or about a senior about senior issues and things. And I was thinking there's got to be a, a different way to do this. And, and, of course, there is. The Florida statutes were amended a number of years ago to provide for an elder mediation process. And, um, but it's not really used a whole lot, but I think it's going, we're going to see it used a lot more in the future. Back in uh, July, the uh, governor signed a statute that um, requires, in some cases, the court even to appoint a special kind of mediator uh, in guardianship cases to try to help families, they call them high-conflict families, to work things out outside of court. But the elder mediation process can happen without a court case. And so if you've got issues with uh, a senior or you know, maybe siblings are disputing about how mom should be cared for or what kind of care mom wants, or mom is objecting to the kind of care that family thinks you know, that she should have. Uh, sitting down with a skilled mediator can help. Can uh, work family. that out and well, still help. keep the family together. Well, and, and that's the whole purpose of this mediation, you know. A lot of people think of mediation as, you know. You, one uh, against you the to, other. Yeah, well, one against the other, kind of confrontational. You go to a table, you sit in that room. You're hammering things out, and no one leaves until you got a deal. <laughs> and you know, you know, and, and, and it's family. Well, and in some litigation, quite honestly, I've you know, I have experienced mediation in that very that very vein. You know, we're going to try to reach a deal. You know, you know, I think you owe me money. You don't think me. You owe me money. Being bamboo, we're going to sit at the table and we're going to work out a deal. And oftentimes, a mediation will say, if no one likes the deal, then everyone gave something, and so it's a good deal. But family mediation. Uh, you know, an elder mediation specifically is goal. The goal is not to divide the family. It is to actually to recognize that, hey, you guys are related and 
beyond this dispute, you guys are going to have, you know, relation a relationship, or you should have a relationship. Sure. And even still, there may be additional disputes in the future. How do we resolve this dispute and help restore the family, and sometimes restore, sometimes teach in the first place, the ability to communicate and to work things out? Because ultimately, you know, in, in many, many cases, these things end up in court, you know, with everyone having a lawyer. Um, now the senior is sort of the ping-pong ball in the court process, and while the court process <laughs> is intended, you know, really to focus on the senior a lot of times, um, everyone loses track, loses focus, of, you know, uses, loses that focus, and it becomes what is my problem, why am I offended, why am, how am I aggrieved, as opposed to what does mom want? How do yeah. we... Can, what, what's can best we, for mom? Yeah. Well, can we accommodate what mom wants? Yeah. And that's the mediation process. You know, it's been a few years now, but my sister and I, who we love one another, uh, my mother would always have my sister and I, anytime she met with the attorney, mm -hmm. to do anything on, on the legal process. And we're sitting there, and my sister was totally against something. And she was going on giving her viewpoints. And I remember leaning over and looking, and the attorney was a friend of mine. I leaned over and I looked at him and I said, hey, can you find my uh, my adoption papers in there someplace? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's what it is, is oftentimes, you know, sometimes it is the children having a dispute over mom. A lot of times, though, it's, you know, mom has reached a point where, you know, maybe independent living is not the safest or maybe yes. she needs to have some help or, or, the, or a big one, she shouldn't drive anymore. Yeah. You know, and, ha and you walk in and you say, Mom, I'm taking your car keys. What? You know, you know, and, you know, all heck breaks out because how dare you, um, you, you know, you don't trust me, you don't this, you don't love me, you don't respect me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, what, what started out as a, you know, you've had six accidents in the last month, Mom. You, you know, they're going to drop you off the insurance. It turns into sort of a personal attack. Yeah. You know, somebody in the process views it that way as opposed to the, hey, Mom, we're just trying to keep you safe. So, you know, we use mediation. Um, we use the driving as an example, but there are ways to kind of work through that. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about this. There's a whole mind of th much of things that we can talk about with this. So we're going to talk more about mediation and all the things we have to do. To, to make sure mom and dad are, are safe and, and happy in their elder years. Stay tuned now. Amy Ryan's in the newsroom. She's got a 2020 Evolution News update, and we'll have that right after this. This is State Senator Tom Wright. When we are in the district or in Tallahassee for committee meetings and session, keep your radio tuned to the stations of WSBB for the latest information. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The weather here yesterday morning may not have been the best, but it did clear up enough for a launch from the Cape, and now the crew of the International Space Station will be getting Christmas presents. Rory O'Neill has more on this story. Launching between clouds and rain, the SpaceX rocket seemed to disappear soon after clearing the launch tower at Cape Canaveral. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition. The Dragon capsule is full of supplies for the space station crew, including some Christmas surprises. This mission, a milestone for SpaceX, it marks the 100th time one of their rockets has landed after launch to be used again in future missions. I'm Rory O'Neill. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan.
Best place to be on Christmas. Oh, oh, oh no, not the North Pole. You can't wear shorts there. But you can when you come for Christmas fun and lunch or dinner at the Corkscrew Bar and Grill on Canal Street, downtown New Smyrna Beach. Christmas Day, we will open our doors at 11 in the morning. Christmas, at the best place in town for Christmas fun and cheer, the Corkscrew Bar and Grill. For all the holiday information, like us on Facebook or log on to corkscrewbarandgrill.com. During this holiday season, we're reminded that enjoying time with our loved ones is perhaps the greatest gift. As you celebrate with friends and family, I encourage you to start a conversation with the seniors in your life about their care. Talk about their plans and wishes for the future. Planning those next steps involves more than just estate planning. It's about giving your loved ones a voice, control, and peace of mind. Sherry Aiken of Aiken Law strives to empower seniors with comprehensive estate and disability planning. From living arrangements and health care to financial protection and asset disposition, call Aiken Law today, 386-738-5599. Visit online at aiken-law.com or in person, 600 New York Avenue. Based in DeLand, serving all of Central Florida. Shopping, dining, arts, parks, entertainment, history. It's all part of the award-winning Florida Main Street community of Main Street DeLand. Make a day or night of our authentic, thriving, great American town, where we've learned to cherish our past while moving forward. You'll find plenty to do with a calendar filled to the brim with special events and family-friendly activities. Our community is flush with culture. Whether you're looking for a unique gift, unparalleled dining, or just the perfect date night out, you'll find unconditional hospitality waiting to welcome you to America's best Main Street, Main Street Deland. Find out what's happening and what's coming up by visiting MainStreetDeland.org. WSBP. It's a Wednesday morning. And every Wednesday, Sherry Aiken is in talking about elder law. Today it's about mediation. And that does happen within a family. Sherry, let's continue about this talk because... Everybody needs to know, A, what they can do about it, and if it happens, what happens? How, how, how do you smooth it over? Well, you know, again, you know, conflict you know, can happen in you know, any form, and it can be brought up in any circumstance. And before the break, we were talking about mom driving. Yep. And perhaps um, some things have happened where it becomes pretty apparent that mom really should not be driving anymore. But, um, but that's a really big deal. Uh, for for many of our seniors, predominantly, it is it is their lifeline. It is their key to independence. Yes. And so when you when you start to talk to a senior about, hey, you can't drive anymore, um, that's an attack on like all sides. That's yeah. not just a, you can't drive, but it's a you don't want me out. It's the isolation. It's it's the control. I'm here at the house now forever. Yes, I can't go anywhere. Yep. And so before you have that conversation about um, maybe taking the keys away or not driving. Um, family ought to think about uh, specifically how that impacts the senior. And, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's easy and pretty flippant to say, hey, Mom, if you need to go someplace, we'll come get you. We'll take you places. But, but will you really? But they don't want that. Well, they don't want that. And, and quite honestly, everyone's got a life. You have a life also. Are you going to be able to drop, you know, drop whatever you're doing? Right. Because Mom wants to go to the grocery store. So family will say, well, hey, Mom, we'll, we'll arrange for a, ser- a, a service to bring you your groceries. 
but that's not what they mom want. Wants. Mom wants to go to the grocery store because that is social interaction for them. They like talking to the cashiers or the people in the bakery or whatever, but it's, it's part of their day. It's not just the getting the groceries. It's the process of getting the groceries the, and everything. So the qu- question is if you're going to take the car away or, you know, you're going to say, hey, you can't drive anymore, how are we going to make arrangements for mom? And the beauty is today, of course, with Uber and Lyft and everything like that, there are so many services that you can subscribe to. And so think about, the, and then, of course, is what about the cost? Well, it costs to have the car, too. Hey, the car, car costs yeah, money yeah. to buy the car. Uh, you got to insure the car. You got to maintain the car, and all that. That so, if you were to t- sort of factor in, you know, all of the uh, all of those costs, you know, there's kind of like a little pot of money right there that you know you're going to have available to pay for a transportation service for mom. So you you help mom get set up on an Uber app, or you find a specific driver that you like, and you say, and this person now can come whenever you want to go. So it's, uh, you know, because some people, you know, some seniors, you know, want to live their life, but they don't want their kids to know where all, where they're going. They yeah, know. yeah. Maybe they've got bridge. Maybe they volunteer at the library. Um, you know, maybe they meet the girlfriends at the <laughs> bar for, a, you know, a martini, you know, whatever, whatever it is they do. But, you know, but they don't necessarily want their children to know what their lives are. And it's not that they're hiding things. They just want to live a life. Yeah. And, of course, in this royal... Well, you know, the kids are like, for 30, 40 years, they made the decisions where to go, what to do, when they wanted to do it. And all of a sudden, somebody younger than them is telling them what they got to do. That's right. kind of hurt. It's, it's hurt. And, and it's, you know, as far as, you know, representing our, our, our um, um, respecting the dignity of the senior here. And some kids are like, well, I should know where mom is. I mean, really? Should you, you know, let's let's flip that. Mom should know where you are. Yeah, let's flip that. Says <laughs> mom needs to know where you are all the time. Well, no, you know, and so so it's not necessary that the necessarily that the uh, the seniors trying to keep secrets. They're just having a life. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so before you have that conversation, you know, you want to think about the alternatives. If we're gonna, you know, if if this form of transportation isn't going to be available anymore for the senior, then what is? Yeah. You know, and and typically it is not. Uh, acceptable just to say, well, mom, I'll just drive you places. Well, that'd be nice. Um, realistically, it doesn't typically work out because of, of lives. You know, everyone has a life. And uh, and again, it, it doesn't solve that. You know, I just w- I want to leave right now. Yeah. I want to, you know, I decide I want to go to the grocery store now. Yeah. So um, and so that's kind of thing. Sort of mediation can help you work through. But the, the, the key to a good mediation, especially in the family setting, is not just to resolve this deal or, you know, get a deal, you know, we're going to take the car away. Yeah. This is how we're going to resolve this here. But to help the, um, the family members, all the parts, to recognize that, you know, these decisions, these changes, and they probably do have to be made. I'm not going to suggest that somebody's trying to intentionally isolate or restrict a senior. But, but with one thing, you have to say, how, how can we still accommodate? So in, in this situation... Mom wants to have the freedom to come and go as she pleases. Okay, so that that that's the goal. How do we how do we accommodate that? You know, taking yeah. her car away now she can't drive herself, but there are driving services. Yep. You know available and like I said that, that that's a real big uh, winner these days because uh, because you can find uh, people to come and you can set up with 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 Uber and with Lyft and whatnot with specific people. Yep. Who who can come not just just any Joe whoever. Um, who's available 
So, but that's just one of the examples that you want to see what's going to go on. You know, for example, uh, you need some help around the house. Now, when my mom and dad couldn't drive anymore, my mother gave up her driver's license in her 50s. <clears throat> she liked people driving her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that was really easier. But I remember my father, we went out and had lunch, and we talked about it. And he, he, he was in agreement with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he would go out and sit in the garage in the car. Mm-hmm without any keys or anything, just sit there and look at the dashboard and, and look around, and then he'd get back out, and an hour later he might walk back in there. So he had those memories that yeah. he he was going through. Yeah. And and it's really good. you you got to almost make them feel like well, it's their idea. Well, as much as making them, and whether it's making them feel that it's their idea or getting their buy-in. You know, everybody's buy-in as opposed to just, you know, them coming home one day and the car is gone. Yeah. The car. You know, and other people are like, well, you know, you just, you know, uh, uh, you know disconnect the battery so it doesn't start. Well, the smart the smart mom was going to call a mechanic or the next-door neighbor to come over and, you know, get the car started again. The the question here is safety and recognition. And, and, and you know, many seniors who have issues with driving, whether it's their vision or their memory or... Just their reflexes, you know. You know, there's a lot of cars out there these days, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of them drive way, way, way too fast. So, you know, there, there, there's a piece of them that recognizes, yeah, you know, I probably, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe it's time for me to stop driving. But they're never going to say that without an option or an alternative. Because, again, especially if they're living independently in a house um, where they're, you know, they're really dependent upon going places to see people, um, that's that's a huge big deal, and you know, and, and that's just one of many things. You know, having uh, help around the home, um, maybe maybe moving from an independent home situation to an apartment or now that like that is really scary. If one of them is either starting or into Alzheimer's, because they know where everything is in the one location, and all of a sudden you're putting them in a new location where doors are in different places, steps are in different places. And it's hard for them to relate to something like that. So that's got to be a major plan. Well, and, and uh, dealing with um, uh, the dementia and, and Alzheimer's issues, that's important to factor the timing of all of this in because it's not a question of them not being able to relate. That, uh, is, is, is they can't remember. They can't form those new memories. So folks who really who have Alzheimer's and have a more advanced case of it, their brain can't make the new patterns to remember this is where the door is and, and so forth and so on. So when we're working with families who are moving seniors in the, those sort of, you know, in, in, in those states of decline, yeah. is we encourage folks to try to find properties or, or locations that are similar, you know, and you move, this, you move the furniture. You don't dump all the furniture from the house and buy a whole bunch of brand new stuff. You bring the same old stuff. Well, they've they, got memories. Well, they, well, well, they got memory that, that they're able to relate to, and they're able to you know, tie this. This this is the living room. This is the dining room. This is the bedroom. Those kind of things. Uh, but but these are definitely different uh, thing issues. And you know, like I said, many many times these these issues, you know, boil over, and somebody runs gets a lawyer, and they file guardianship just to take over. Yeah. yeah. And and the goal here is to try to get this worked out without those legal process. You know, it's it's been in the news that Tony Bennett now is suffering with some Alzheimer's. But do you know every day he goes into his studio in his home in San Francisco and he sings his songs from I Left My Heart in San Francisco right up to one with Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And he can sing 
every word of those songs mm-hmm. because he works on it every day. And, and you know, it, everyone isn't a singer, so they don't have that. Or they probably have a studio not like his with the music and everything yeah. there. But nevertheless, it, it was a passion of his, and it got him through. So he was on TV a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm, I saw that. And, and I got to tell you, they did a tremendous job where he would just say thank you. Thank you very much. He didn't go into talking. Mm-hmm. He he held his stomach and he thanked over here, he thanked over there, and then the next song started up under him. Well, and, and that's, you bring up another important point here is that when you are working with a senior, you know, who's in a situation that needs to change, mm-hmm. um, again, it's, we're going back to accommodating the senior and respecting the dignity of that person. In ca- case of Tony Bennett, singing is very important to him. If he weren't living someplace that he had the ability to do that, that would be very um, destructive to him. That yeah. would that would really uh, discombobulate him. It's, he's got a routine and stuff like that. So you want to know, and, and part of you know like working these things out through the mediation process is, is engaging in conversation about things. And so we like to think we know what our parents are up to and what our parents like and what we and they don't like. But do we really? Because we're not, you know, unless they're living with you. You don't necessarily know all of these things. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you know, you know, mom might like to do, you know, she might like to bake pies. But you say, well, I didn't know you like to be pa- bake pies. And what is this response? Well, you never, <laughs> you never asked, you know. So part of. Part you just of, expect it. Yeah. So, so part of the process here is to talk to the senior and to get the senior to identify what what's most important to you. Yep. And then. Again, then you take those as sort of marching points and figure how do we how do we make this happen? How do we let mom do what mom wants to do and keep mom safe, as opposed to how do we do what you want mom to do? I mean, the process has to start focusing on the senior, on the senior's independence, on the senior's dignity, on the senior's identity. The big word that you're talking is dignity. Yes. Yeah, they lived a great life, and they're living a great life. Yeah. Not, not that they lived a great. They are living. They are still living a great life. And that's a lot of what happens with, uh, you know, sometimes you get in this elder law scenario is because the senior is losing capacity. Maybe it's completely lost capacity at this mm-hmm. point in time. But just because they have lost capacity um, does not mean that they are not a living human being entitled to respect and dignity. So the issue just becomes, you know, identifying what it is they want to do, how, how they want to live, and can we make this work? Well, Sherry, it's another hour, half hour gone by, wow. and we could talk for another couple of hours on this. If somebody would like to know more about this, how can they reach you, either by email or phone? Well, let's give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599 or email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N-law.com. Sherry Aiken is a meteorologist. Meteorologist. I, here I am in Boyer the Weather Media. Center. Yeah. Court Media, and uh, we'll talk to you about how you can present these things to your parents, grandparents, whatever the case may be. Stay tuned now for CBS News at the top of the hour, and then following that, we'll have a weather update and, of course, the best music, bar none, of any radio station.
We are the stations of WSBB. Locally owned, community focused. AM 1230 WSBB New Smyrna Beach. And stereo. FM 106.9. CBS News next. WSBB. COVID cases are skyrocketing as we get closer to Christmas and hospitals are treating more young patients. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky tells CBS Mornings there is a way to prevent 